Kiora and welcome to Requisite Words. I'm Peter Ravlich, and you're listening to a podcast about poetry. Sorry for the intermittent updates these last months. I've been working through both wonderful and challenging developments in my personal life. And while this podcast has unfortunately taken a back seat, poetry has remained an important source of solace and growth. This episode, I wanted to share a couple of poems by Thomas Hardy, another of the Victorian Romantic poets. Hardy's poetic work frequently reflects on memory and death, especially the process of remembering those we have loved. But the two pieces I've chosen for today are explorations of agnosticism in the context of a Christian upbringing. Hardy's pieces share some themes and certainly a lot of tonal commonalities with the very first poem I recorded for this podcast, Stanzas from the Grand Chartreuse by Matthew Arnold. God's Funeral is a more compact and focused exploration of the yearnings that can underlie faith, even when circular reasoning is evident, and maintains a bittersweet uncertainty that I find really pleasing. The Darkling Thrush, on the other hand, is perhaps Hardy's best-known poem today, and is a performance of profound bleakness, undercut with humility and openness to hope. God's Funeral by Thomas Hardy I saw a slowly stepping train, lined on the brows, scoop-eyed and bent and hoar, following in files across a twilight plain, a strange and mystic form the foremost bore. And by contagious throbs of thought, or latent knowledge that within me lay, and had already stirred me, I was wrought to consciousness of sorrow, even as they. The foreborn shape to my blurred eyes at first seemed manlike, and anon to change to an amorphous cloud of marvellous size, at times endowed with wings of glorious range. And this phantasmal variousness ever possessed it as they drew along. Yet throughout it all symboled nonetheless potency vast and loving-kindness strong. Almost before I knew I bent towards the moving columns without a word. They, growing in bulk and numbers as they went, struck out sick thoughts that could be overheard. O man-projected figure of late, imaged as we, thy knell who shall survive? Whence came it we were tempted to create, one whom we can no longer keep alive? Framing him jealous, fierce at first, we gave him justice as the ages rolled, Will to bless those by circumstance accursed, and long-suffering, and mercies manifold. And tricked by our own early dream and need of solace, we grew self-deceived. Our making soon our maker did we deem, 
and what we had imagined, we believed. Till in time's stayless, stealthy swing, uncompromising, rude reality, mangled the monarch of our fashioning, who quavered, sank, and now has ceased to be. So toward our myth's oblivion, darkling and languid-lipped we creep and grope, sadlier than those who wept in Babylon, whose Zion was a still-abiding hope. How sweet it was in years far hide to start the wheels of day with trustful prayer, to lie down liegely at the eventide and feel a blessed assurance he was there. And who or what shall fill his place? Whither will wanderers turn distracted eyes for some fixed star to stimulate their pace towards the goal of their enterprise? Some in the background then I saw, sweet women, youths, men, all incredulous, who chimed, This is a counterfeit of straw, this requiem mockery, still he lives to us. I could not buoy their faith, and yet, many I had known, with all I sympathized. And though struck speechless, I did not forget, that what was mourned for, I too long had prized. Still how to bear such loss I deemed, the insistent question for each animate mind. And gazing to my growing sight there seemed, a pale yet positive gleam, low down behind. Whereof to lift the general night, a certain few who stood aloof had said, See you upon the horizon that small light, swelling somewhat? Each mourner shook their head. And they composed a crowd of whom, some were right good and many nigh the best. Thus dazed and puzzled, twixt the gleam and gloom, mechanically I followed with the rest. The Darkling Thrush by Thomas Hardy I leant upon a coppice gate when frost was spectre grey, and winter's dregs made desolate the weakening eye of day. The tangled bine stems scored the sky like strings of broken lyres, and all mankind that haunted nigh had sought their household fires. The land's sharp features seemed to be the century's corpse outlent, his crypt the cloudy canopy, the wind his death lament. The ancient pulse of germ and birth was shrunken hard and dry, and every spirit upon earth seemed fervorless as I. At once a voice arose among the bleak twigs overhead, in a full-hearted evensong of joy illimited. An aged thrush, 
frail, gaunt, and small, in blast-beruffled plume, had chosen thus to fling his soul upon the growing gloom. So little cause for carolings of such ecstatic sound was written on terrestrial things afar or nigh around, that I could think there trembled through his happy good-night air, some blessed hope whereof he knew, and I was unaware. Requisite Words is an Inklings production. Find out more at inklings.co.nz or follow us on Twitter at Requisite Words. Opening music is Be Chillin' by Alexander Nakarada. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to give us a review on your favourite podcast app and let us know what you'd like to hear more of. <laughs>